The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome to Success Happens. This is Jen and Merry Christmas, everyone. We're all of those celebrating Christmas. What a special day today is to have our show fall on Christmas. And I thought, how do we possibly have a show that represents the season and keeps it light and also makes a difference and sometimes that's a tough conversation you know as you know i like during the holiday season to bring in nonprofits and talk to them about their programs and services and they do such wonderful work out in the community wherever you are there are wonderful nonprofits around you that you can support i thought i would bring to you a couple of my favorites that i continue to support over the years and feel strongly that their services make a difference. And uh, one of those programs today we're going to focus on is Hartley House. And sometimes, as I mentioned, we want to keep it light and fun. And, And sometimes the program is so important that it may not be light and fun, but they do have fun doing their work and making a difference for families. And so I thought I'd invite today to the show, Inga James, CEO of Hartley House. Good morning, Inga, and welcome to Success Happens. Good morning, it's great to talk to you again. Yeah, it's great to have you with us. And I I always think of Hartley House. You all are near and dear to my heart. So I wanted everybody, first of all, to understand the program in case they don't know it, because we have listeners from all over the area in West Virginia and Southern PA and and Montgomery County. So can you speak to people about the work that you do? Yeah, thank you, Jen. Hartley House is the only organization in Frederick County that provides comprehensive services to victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, human trafficking, and child abuse. And by comprehensive, I could also use the word holistic. We try to serve all the needs of victims and survivors because they can't get it pretty much anywhere else. So we have a legal department that represents victims in court. Um, or provides advocacy um, while in the courtroom. Um, we also have our 24-hour hotline, which we use, which is basically our intake system. So that's how we bring new clients in. We have our counseling department where we have professional counselors who are knowledgeable and trained in the latest modalities for treating trauma. We have, our, uh, of course, our emergency shelter, Uh, which right now I believe we have about 10 families. The numbers of families we've served in our shelter have increased dramatically since the beginning of the pandemic, as have all of our other service requests. Uh, We have a prevention and uh, engagement department because part of our mission is to end domestic violence, sexual assault, human trafficking, and child abuse. 
So we're very concerned about prevention and we work very hard at getting our message out and engaging the community in our mission. So those are our basic services as of July 2021. Do you have an update for us on human trafficking? Yes, we do. We um, received a grant in 2019 to hire what they call a child sex trafficking regional navigator. It's basically like a case manager for child victims of human trafficking. And unfortunately, our caseload is exploding. So we're seeing many, many more. Most of them are in their teens, although we do have a couple that are younger than that. So we have um, a regional navigator that works, does case management with these families. So yes, our human trafficking is alive and well. We also have a counselor that specializes in human trafficking for those that need counseling. When you look at the demographics of the people who are being human trafficked, what is the typical profile of a human traffic victim? Lots of vulnerability, for example, not much family support, um, not much stability. A lot of these children are runaways who have left home because of what they were experiencing at home. So they're already generally have been abused somehow. Um, and just people who have a need for, uh, and with children, it's it's people who are trying to get out of a bad situation at home. With adults, it's much more about um, attracting the victim with intimacy, acting as if the victim is a girlfriend or a boyfriend and going from there. And, and then oftentimes getting the victim hooked on drugs to make him or her compliant. In August of 2021, we started a new branch of services, a new department, which is our community-based services department. This department will take our services out into the county. We will have satellite offices. We're looking at three areas of the county right now, Emmitsburg, Thermot, Brunswick, and probably Urbana or Mount Airy. So we'll, we'll have a triangle of the county. Our first project is within the city of Frederick in partnership with the Housing Authority of Frederick City, where we are providing a domestic violence advocate, a coordinator on site to work with the uh, residents of Lucas Village. So that's our first community-based service we're providing. We're very excited about this development and um, and we've gotten quite a bit of interest from funders. We're really happy that everybody is supporting our desire to get out into the county. I think it's so important that you're reaching out into all corners of the county. So oftentimes these smaller outlier communities are forgotten and left really to their own devices. And I, I think that's wonderful. Now let's talk a little bit about, you said that things have gotten worse. What has gotten worse? As an example, uh, we, can, we receive about 700 phone calls to our crisis line a month. In the past, pre-pandemic, 
those calls were a healthy mix of people in crisis who needed crisis services and professionals or family members who were calling to get information. So it gave the crisis workers, uh, you know, some respite in between calls because the, the calls that were coming in every other one were simple and easy and friendly. But what's happened since the pandemic is that 90% of the calls now are in crisis, are hotline workers who are getting no respite. Not only have the calls for services increased, but the severity of the violence has increased and has, and the complexity of cases has increased. So there's many more people calling in who not only are suffering from domestic violence in their home, but they also have mental health issues that have just cropped up since the pandemic. They have substance use issues that they may not have had before the pandemic. So we've got people who whose complexity of their needs is so great, uh, like we'd never seen before. So that's one example. If someone indeed right now is dealing with that, holidays can drive some of this up. Mm -hmm. Would you please tell them how do they reach out for help? What is the hotline number? What's their best avenue for getting support? The hotline number is 301-662-8800. It's 24-hour, 365. So anytime you call, you're going to reach a person, a very well-trained person who's going to be able to help you sort your feelings, sort your thoughts, make a plan, figure out what to do next. That's the way to get our services, and we will work with you as much as we can to get you what you need. When the pandemic first started, our services just, like last March of 2020, services dropped dramatically, and we couldn't figure it out. And then we realized people thought the courts were closed. They thought that we were closed. So we did a, um, a big PR campaign, We're Still Here, and since then, all of the requests for counseling, for legal, for shelter have just skyrocketed. And our legal department is getting more requests than they ever thought possible. We've had to increase our, the size of our legal department. We, we brought on a third attorney. Do you only serve people from Frederick County? It depends. We serve anybody whose crime happened in Frederick County or who is a resident of Frederick County. But we also have reciprocal relationships with other centers uh, in, in PA, West Virginia, um, in Virginia and here in Maryland. So that if, for example, a shelter in a, in a, re a neighboring region is not available to a person, like the abuser knows where the shelter is in that county, we have reciprocal relationships that we will take that person. We work as a team in this state. Very good, excellent. How can they support you? What needs do you have? And uh, how can they provide those services or maybe in-kind donations, products that you might need for the shelter? Oftentimes, women, mostly women and children, are showing up with just literally the shirt on their back. What do you need to take care of them? 
The way to donate, if you're interested in doing a financial donation, which obviously is always welcome any amount, is to go to our website, hartleyhouse.org, and donate that way. That's the easiest way to do it. What we are doing right now and have been doing for the last couple months is collecting gift cards for our families for, for the holidays. So we used to do family adoptions for people in the community wanting to adopt a family, one of our clients. What we decided, because we're based on the empowerment model, is that why don't we give gift cards instead and let families buy their own gifts? So we have collected almost $11,000 in gift cards over this holiday season to give out to clients. So we give out gas and food gift cards, and we give out uh, gift cards to toy stores and Target and Walmart and those kind of places. Gas gift cards and food gift cards are very, very important to the way that we uh, help our clients. Our hearts are with Hartley House, and we wish you well during this holiday season and through the new year. I hope that your mission to eradicate these things is accomplished in the new year, although I have to say that my um, cynical side says humanity will continue to do some of the awful things that humanity does. But you know, God bless you all for the work that you're doing to make a difference for people in need. So thank you, Inga, so much. You are truly a hero. To make a donation and support this important organization, go to hartleyhouse.org. Heart, like the heart in your chest, hartleyhouse.org. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And you're listening to Success Happens on Free Talk 930 WFMD. Good morning and welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen and today's important show right here on Christmas is an opportunity to honor nonprofits in our community. And one of those is community living. And I was just speaking with the CEO, Michael Plans, who we'll have on in just a moment, about the fact that he hasn't been on in a number of years and they do important work in the community and help families and individuals navigate uh, situations that that they need services and support for. So good morning, Michael, and welcome back to Success Happens. Good morning, Jen. Thanks for having me. So glad to be here. It's great to have you back. Can you please tell people what you all do and who you serve so they have an idea of the program? Absolutely. So Community Living is a nonprofit organization that's been in Frederick for more than 40 years now. And we support people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, things like Down syndrome or autism. Those are some of the disabilities that people may be more familiar with. And we do that through 25 group homes that we operate throughout Frederick. We also provide support services for people who live uh, with their families or maybe on their own or with a roommate. Then we also have uh, day services where people go during the day to do um, various activities or um, ultimately we hope to support people in a job in the community. And we do that right now for over 30 people on almost a daily basis. We support about 160 people every day. And that's across all the various services we provide. 
Very good. So, Michael, you know, autism is something that I think we've seen a substantial increase over the years in people who are on the spectrum. How are you seeing that impacting your programs? You are absolutely correct. There are a lot more um, young people being diagnosed with autism these days. And, you know, for us, even though we serve adults, um, those young people who are diagnosed, there are more services available for them through organizations and through the schools in particular. Um, And it helps them prepare for when they do become adults and they are graduating out of the school system. And then they would come to an organization like Community Living and hopefully by the time they would come to community living, they've built up some skills and other things that they need to be successful in life. And then we take over in that adult realm for, for those people. Yeah, it's one of the programs that State of Maryland offers also in connection with Departments of Social Services is called Adult Services. So people should be aware that there are different programs out there coordinating efforts, right, to ensure that people uh, have the resources and are given the opportunity to live the fullest life possible. The big push right now for um, services for people with intellectual developmental disabilities, and it's not just right now, it's been going on for years, but it, but it continues to grow. And the, the big push is for community integration and, you know, and for inclusion of people with disabilities. So they don't want people to be receiving services in settings that are isolated from the public or where it's just, you know, groups of people with disabilities um, all doing things together. Years ago, people with developmental disabilities were put in institutions and they were sheltered away from the world. And that you know, gradually began to change to the point where we are now, where we are constantly trying to make sure that people are out um, in their communities, where they live, that they are meeting people, that they are um, have the opportunities to get jobs in the community like anybody else would get. And you probably see some of the people that we support out at local businesses working there. In my business, now it's not here, it's in Anne Arundel County, Mm -hmm. Uh, At our gym, we bring in uh, youth through the program at the local school system, and they come in and they're in a setting where we're providing the space Mm -hmm. and uh, the teaching program is teaching them how to work and skill set development. So we have a nice working relationship with the Anne Arundel County Public Schools uh, to give children that a training so to your point when they do age out of that system mm-hmm. so at 21 they can then go on and have a meaningful work experience that is absolutely correct and that is something that schools in maryland and um you know particularly in frederick county have gotten really good at is is doing those work experiences while while kids are still in school so that they do have again, like I said, those skills when they get out of school that they can do, um, that they can get and keep a job. Awesome. Okay, tell people, how do they support community living? If somebody wants to donate to you, how do they do that? Uh, That's very easy. You can go to our website, which is communitylivinginc.org, and there's a 
donate button on our homepage there, or you can find us on um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, at CLI Frederick. The other way you can support is if you know somebody who wants to make a difference in people's lives, we are always looking for employees. We operate around the clock, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. So if there's somebody who wants to make a difference and, and is looking for a job, we can find a shift that works for somebody. So Wonderful. That's great. Wonderful. Thank All you. right. Well, Michael, thank you again for the important work that you do. God bless you and your organization. And I know that there are families touched by your services every day. So God bless you. And um and Merry Christmas, everyone. You're listening to Success Happens. Please throw your support behind Community Living and show them that we're here to support them as they support us. All right, Merry Christmas, Michael. Great to have you with us, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Jen. Everyone, you're listening to Success Happens. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Flamingo Pool Supply, KW Photography and Design, and Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. Merry Christmas, and we'll be right back. This Success Happens is brought to you in part by Flamingo Pool Supply, Industry Lane Frederick. The best for your pool today. Free Talk, 930 WFMD. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today Julie Major, CEO of Justice and Recovery. And I thought this would be a great opportunity given the overwhelming need for people who are dealing with various substance use disorders that we could address it during this time of giving and receiving. And it's an opportunity for us to do some self-reflection as well to see, you know, where might we be running the risk of overindulging during the holiday season, right? Good morning and welcome, Julie. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. Um, as you said, my name is Julie Majors. I'm the president and CEO of Justice and Recovery Advocates. Um, who we are is a 501c3 organization that serves systems involved individuals with mental health and, and substance use disorders. And by systems involved, uh, we are referring to people who have or are currently um, been involved in the justice system. And we serve them by providing resources, programming, treatment options, and a whole a whole list of different services and programs directly and specifically relating to their needs. Um, I started this organization back in 2016 uh, because I myself was a directly impacted family member of uh, someone with substance and mental health issues who was also incarcerated at the time. And interestingly, this organization actually was born out of a, a correctional facility waiting room because uh, I would go there for visits and all the family members were, were exhausted and, and stressed and didn't know what to do to help. And, and I was watching how people were being treated, including the families. Um, and how lost they were. And I was also starting to research different types of treatment services and what was missing, what what we were either doing wrong 
or what we didn't have here in the state to to adequately serve the people with these issues. So it started out as a family peer support group. um, And that's initially all it was going to do. And then it has since 2016 literally grown and expanded into fully integrative services. How many people do you currently serve at this time, Julie? In a year's time, we directly serve over a thousand people in in our service areas, which is Frederick, Washington County, Carroll County, and Montgomery. But I do want to mention that that's our direct service. So those are our direct clients with our programs and services. However, when you serve them, you are ultimately then serving their family members. So you can multiply that number by, I would say at least three. And then that residual effect grows because when you are getting people healthy and you are getting people in recovery, you're also serving everyone in that community. It makes them healthier and it also strengthens those communities around them. So I oftentimes say that when people ask how many people we serve, we literally serve hundreds of thousands. So it has that really large impact that resonates through all the counties and through the state. Isn't that awesome? Well, thank you, first of all, for taking this on. And so many people have tried and it's a really hard problem to solve. So talk about some of your success stories. Since we do offer so many different services, um, we get a lot of different levels of, of success. We, we have a success rate of over 80%. And by that, we mean at least 80% of the people that we serve complete the programs, complete the case management, and go on not to recommit. They go on not to relapse within a year to five years time, which we feel in this environment is an amazing success rate. First of all, congratulations. That's awesome. I mean, that bears repeating. So 80% success rate. Now, who are some of the key partners that you work with to achieve that success? The facilities where we provide our wellness and peer support services in are our number one partners. Um, the Department of Health, you have to give a shout out to the Washington County Department of Health, who is just the most wonderful people to work with, collaborating with our different programs. That is, is vital and key to making this happen. Solid Ground Recovery is one that that we work with a lot. Nathan's Ridge, Rainbow of Love. um, These are our our transitional houses where we do a lot of programming. And that partnership is absolutely key. It's necessary with these issues for collaborations like that to happen to make everything more impactful. Well, well done. Excellent. Tell people about your organization in terms of how can they support you? What is your website, first of all? It's justiceandrecovery.org, and we do have a donate button on the website where people can go and make donations. Okay, awesome. So when you look at the kinds of programs you envision doing in the new year that takes money, can you share with them some of the 
programs that you envision doing in the near future? Absolutely. We are going to be continuing the services that we already provide and do have some new projects underway. We do health and wellness programming, empowerment classes, peer support, both group and direct, reentry and recovery case management, family support services, outreach, harm reduction, judicial advocacy and intervention. And as well, we are getting ready to embark on a transitional housing project that has fully integrative programming within that transitional house um, for people that we serve. So any money that's donated goes directly to our programs and services. That's great. Now, if somebody knows of someone that they would like to support getting help, what is your best advice? You know, we're going to be in the holiday season. We're going to be around friends and family members. We might even notice a few people missing, which can also be concerning. You know, you don't want people by themselves. How do you suggest people advocate for their loved ones? I absolutely suggest them contacting an organization that does do advocacy like us to get that direct peer support. Peer support is is key um, because they understand each other. On a personal note, uh, I think the advice I can give is to show that you care um, and to show that that there is no judgment. That is the first step to opening up that bridge and that gate is is to to reach out to that person and and offer your support, offer the referral to an advocacy organization like us that can swoop right in and give them what they need. I think that that's ultimately key. So I I can see that sometimes resentments build up. Hmm? And what I'm hearing you say is it takes a lot of compassion to help somebody get help. Absolutely. Right. So sometimes we have to let it go that we have an opinion, to your point. Don't make them wrong. Don't make them feel bad because they have this situation or they're indulging in things they shouldn't. But to go ahead and understand also that along with it, the mental health component, it's complicated, right? Sometimes people are self-medicating. That's how they cope and deal with that mental health issue. Absolutely. Um, And it's interesting. One of our, our newest programs, the empowerment program, is all about understanding. It's all about kind of getting a grasp on the why, why this is happening. And that is no different than the family members or the community members or or anyone you know. You're exactly right. Letting it go, like really grasp and understand where they're coming from. Um, That's definitely key. And without that, that judgment is going to stay. And I think a lot of us have to let it go and and oftentimes in these situations um the individual who who is addicted um does has done things has done things that are 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 somewhat egregious to the to their family members there is resentment we have to let that go and understand where that behavior came from so forgiveness in this time of giving and love and uh, um, thinking about what's really important, you know, 
let's start with forgiveness. And that's not only forgiveness of the people who may have committed these acts, but forgiveness of ourselves and maybe how we've handled things. Julie Major, CEO of justiceandrecovery.org. And you can go to their website to donate. So please show your support for their important work. Let's make a difference for lots of people in the coming year. And let's beat addiction and offer recovery to those in need. Any final thoughts? All I wanna say is the services and the work that, that we and our collaborators provide is saving lives, it's saving communities, it's keeping them safer, um, and it's helping them thrive. So please do give to these kinds of programs and services. Wonderful. All right, Julie, listen, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you and yours and your organization. I wish you much success in 2022. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. You're listening to Success Happens. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. KW Photography and Design, Dianovich and Associates, a great security company, and Flamingo Pool Supply. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This has been a day to celebrate our faith, to celebrate our commitments, and to celebrate one another. And I celebrate each and every one of you for the difference that you make in your families and your businesses and your civic clubs and your community. And I'd like to invite each of you to consider, be a volunteer, find an organization that you believe in and give of your time, talents, and treasures to make a difference. In whatever way you give, it will make a difference. And I'd also like to say that there are a couple of organizations I like very much that I've not had an opportunity to interview again. One of those is the Mental Health Association. They do tremendous work. There are a lot of people right now struggling to find joy and happiness in the midst of the chaos. So don't be afraid to reach out to your neighbors, reach out to your friends, reach out to people perhaps you haven't talked to in a while and check in on them. And if you need help, there are a number of great resources. One of those is 211. Maryland 211 is a tremendous resource Anywhere you are, even in Pennsylvania or West Virginia, wherever you are, pick up the phone and call 211 if you need resources to help you. They have a crisis hotline, but they also have tremendous information to share with you to help you get what you need. And then in the Frederick County area, the Mental Health Association is the 211 Services Center. And so if you pick up the phone, they're going to be there for you. They have a crisis hotline and they can talk you through whatever you're dealing with or somebody you love who may be dealing with something. They're a resource for you. So I recommend that you reach out to Mental Health Association or support them with your time, talent, or treasures. The last organization I'd like to bring to your attention is the Community Foundation. And they have community foundations in many different areas. 
So the one that we have here in Frederick County, of course, is the Frederick County Community Foundation, the Community Foundation of Frederick County. I know that there's also one in uh, Westminster, Carroll County. So Community Foundation is, is a network across the United States. They offer support for different programs and services to address the needs of that community. So it could be scholarships for education for children who come from disadvantaged backgrounds. It could be scholarships for children who qualify because they're brilliant in a particular discipline. Another great organization to consider is Boys and Girls Club. They do a very nice job finding activities that will keep them engaged, centered, and focused. So listen, everyone, have a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year. May all your dreams come true in 2022. And I have to say that good riddance to 2021. It's been a tough year, but this too shall pass. Come on, New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, everyone. Merry Christmas. We'll have another great show next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on WFMD. I'd like to thank our sponsors for their generous support. Sweeties on the Creek, we're scooping now and also pouring delicious coffee and hot cocoa on these cold winter nights. I'd like to thank KW Photography and Design. Kira Wynn has done a phenomenal job with graphics and web design and so forth. Thank you, Kira. And also, I'd like to thank our newest sponsor who's coming back to us, Dianovich and Associates, great security company. Dianovich and Associates, they support the Great Frederick Fair every year, do a phenomenal job. Reach out to Dave Dianovich if you have security needs. And then lastly, but not least, I'd like to thank Flamingo Pool Supply, great business owner. Thank you, Jay, for your support. Success happens. Have a very Merry Christmas, and we will see you next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Free Talk 930 WFMD. As a public service, News Radio 930 WFMD brings you statements from state and local officials pertaining to the coronavirus pandemic. So we're encouraging people to get vaccinated. It's been more than six months since your second shot of your vaccine of, of either Pfizer or Moderna or two months for Johnson & Johnson. We urge you to get a booster. It's very important that you get booster to keep that immunity where it needs to be to be protective. And I want to encourage people to wear a mask indoors or in places where there are crowds. We really need to reduce the spread of the virus. Uh, while we have a reasonably high vaccination rate in Frederick County, having 20% of the adults in this county unvaccinated means there are 40 to 50,000 people who are unvaccinated. That's a lot of people. And um, it's, a, it's a big concern. We will keep you updated on breaking news from Mid-Maryland's Radio News Center, 930 WFMD. This is House Call for Health. 
The American Red Cross is reminding victims of disasters about some health and safety tips. This follows the deadly tornadoes in Kentucky and other states. One recommendation is to keep children and pets away from hazardous sites and floodwaters. You should leave children with a relative or friend if you can while conducting the first inspection of your home. If you smell gas or hear a hissing noise, leave the property immediately and call the fire department. If your power's out, use flashlights, not candles. Try not to drive if traffic lights are out and roads might be congested. If it's a power outage of two hours or less, don't worry about the perishable food in the fridge going bad. Never use a generator, grill, or other type of gas or propane burning device inside a partially enclosed area. Keep it outside and away from doors and windows that could allow carbon monoxide inside. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health on Lisa Brady, Fox News. 930 WFMB Sports Update. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Steve DeSager. No games on Christmas Eve. College football's Hawaii Bowl was canceled. No NBA as well. Five Christmas games, though, for the association, including Christmas night, Nets at Lakers. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving of Brooklyn will not play. They're still in health protocols, but James Harden will return to play. The Nets had their last three games postponed. The Celtics will play at Milwaukee. Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo is not on the injury report. He's off the COVID list after missing the last five games. The New England Patriots will be missing rookie running back Ramondre Stevenson Sunday against Buffalo. He's on the COVID list. Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley is expected to start Sunday at Cincinnati, although he missed practice Friday due to illness. But quarterback Lamar Jackson of Baltimore hasn't practiced the last two weeks due to his ankle injury. Chicago will start quarterback Nick Foles at Seattle. The Browns activated quarterback Baker Mayfield off the COVID list in time for the game at Green Bay, a Christmas Day game on Fox TV. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. You got failure Afghanistan, failure at the border, failure with COVID, failure obviously with energy, and failure on the economy. Ask yourself, what what is what has Joe Biden done that instills any confidence in anybody? China has no problem saber-rattling every day over Taiwan. Nor does Putin have any problem moving troops closer and closer to Ukraine for what probably is going to be uh, a showdown with them. Now, Republican senators have requested the military aid for Taiwan amid pressure from China. I don't, I, I don't even think Joe Biden cares. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. 
four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. News Radio 930. WFM.